0: It's Europe Calling with Terry Whitehead and Vince Tracy. Items in the news that you might have missed. Europe Calling. So a very good day, everybody. Welcome. It's the 2nd of June 2022 and it's roasting hot and I fear it might get hotter. Well, many people crave the warm weather. I can't really say that I'm the biggest fan of the out and out heat and it's got very very hot over the uh, last sort of couple of days uh, however definition on the mountain is good uh, we haven't got much of a breeze at the moment let me get in the car fictionally go across the mountain range down to our fast LP uh, wishing Terry a very good evening Terry what's your weather like down there
1: awesome warm things it's lovely today There's a bit of a uh, a fresh breeze, which is actually even nicer. Yeah, which really is good, thank God. Yeah. Okay, well,
0: as ever, there's things to talk about, and uh, let me start by looking for our first talking point. Well, anybody reading the papers from the United Kingdom, I would think, uh, should have picked up, really, that there are two strands to the Queen's Jubilee. Those two strands for me are those people who accept the Queen and obviously wish her well. Thousands upon thousands, according to what we've seen on the TV screens today, um, and then, of course, you've got lots of people who seem to be going out of their way to make sure that the Jubilee isn't celebrated as well as it could be. And uh, I picked up a, an article first, which you and I will relate to in a minute. A uh, smiling Prince Andrew has today been spotted horse riding amid a furious row over whether he should receive forgiveness for his part in the Jeffrey Epstein scandal. The Duke of York, 62, who has largely withdrawn from public life following his out-of-court settlement with his sex assault accuser, virginie Roberts. Earlier this year, of course, we were talking about today broke cover to ride around the grounds of Windsor. That was the first story that uh, I'm referring to. The Royal, who appeared carefree as he rode around the grounds, was also spotted driving a green Range Rover on his way to the stables the same morning. It came, uh, or it comes as it was written then, as a row rages over whether the Queen's second son, who will not feature... ...on the royal balcony beside his mother during her Platinum Jubilee celebration uh, this weekend... ...should be treated with forgiveness following his um, settlement with Mrs. R- or Ms. Roberts. Prince Andrew repeatedly denied Ms. Roberts allegations that he sexually assaulted her when she was 17... ...while she was being trafficked by his friend Epstein... Earlier this year, he agreed a £12 million out-of-court settlement with the lady before the case went to a US civil trial. Yesterday, the scandal came to the forefront again when Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, suggested it was a good thing the royal was trying to make amends following the settlement. Uh, Terry, um, I'm pretty sure, as I know you're a royalist, I think you accept that I'm not a royalist, but I wish the Queen and those hard-working members of the royal family no harm whatsoever. Um, I just think that there are things that really have brought not the best of images to the royalty as sort of we had known it in the past. Um, First and foremost, um, you now have the, or we now have the information that Prince Andrew has tested positive, and obviously uh, can't be with the Queen. Well, we could see that one coming. What do you make of what's going on? Uh, Because quite frankly, um, I value your opinion. What do you think?
1: Well, he's obviously had some very dubious uh, uh, friends in the past, and I'm going way beyond uh, his his actions in the public world. uh, Way before uh, what's been spoken about now he, was, he had a disgraceful time in Saudi Arabia, as i remember uh business wise uh, this was a business situation that he got involved in uh, i just feel that he's just you know he might be able to fly a helicopter and done some brave deeds in the falklands but um he he's not he was he's just not set up for a high powered world and the high powered living that it and the high-powered lifestyle that he he, he, he really he seeks, and, uh, and and and. But what you do have to remember, Vince, is not being convicted of anything. Yeah. So, uh, but but give somebody 12 million quid to shut up, you know, you might be thinking, you might think there's something there. But we have to assume he's, that uh, he's innocent uh, of all these things. Um, not that it matters a lot to me. Um, yeah, is it a disgrace to the uh, royal? family yes i agree yes absolutely um, y- you have a commitment to um, behave uh, in, in a certain manner as befitting royalty and, and the queen is absolute prime example of, of how to behave uh, as, as a member of the royal family she's the head of the royal family so you wouldn't expect anything less. though uh, previous kings and queens haven't really behaved that way but she uh, she should ex- she would have expected the same from her kids He's let her down badly. Um, this happens a lot in, in, in a lot of families. Your, your kids let you down. But you've still got to be there to pick up the pieces. Uh, he won't be on the balcony at the Buckingham Palace. I agree. Yeah, it wouldn't be a good move at all. Um, and he said now that he's gone down with COVID, so he won't be uh, at a ceremony tomorrow, which is quite convenient. Um, yeah, good. It's the way to do it. It's a way of getting out of it. Uh, meanwhile it mustn't distract from from the wonderful uh, uh, spectacular of the, the 70th platinum anniversary party that's uh, just started in in London today and and the feeling of love for the queen um a queen more than the royal family we must admit yeah the feeling of love for the queen is 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 very is so much out there uh, and wonder much better than I thought it would be actually yeah, I'm very pleased with it. You're always going to get the knockers. you're always going to get people having a go. but as you know as you say rightly, I am a royalist, I do believe they are some of the certainly in, in the u k there aren't many people born into slavery. the royal family are. You, you've got in as much that you've got no control over your life. you let's not, We're not talking they're the dying of starvation, et cetera, et etc, as you imagine some a slave to be. But uh, just imagine any household of anybody that's listening today, that your kids, when they're born, cannot go out and play with their mates as they want, cannot go down the road for a pint, uh, cannot have, uh, have all the fun that they want. They have to be tailed by a, a security guard. They have to do this. They have to do that. Their life is not theirs. For that reason, I consider them born into slavery. Uh, sounds a bit of a play on words, but that's what I believe. A job I would not like to do, no. Thank uh, you very okay. much. Okay.
0: I accept everything you've said there, so we don't disagree in anything that we've talked about so far. Was um, the Archbishop of Canterbury right when he talked about forgiveness and making out that it's now the nation's fault and uh, not maybe Prince Andrew's fault? Do do you think he should have intervened? Was he right?
1: Oh, it's it's, it's certainly not the nation's fault of anything. Uh, It's his fault for, for... been so naive, uh, if that is a fault, have uh, uh, been so naive to hang around the wrong people. But I have to ask the question where are the, the royal advisors at this point? He certainly has a certain amount of entourage that's supposed to be there to protect him. It's all right physically protecting a guy, but you've got to protect him from himself. He has to be protected from himself in this case. And that was that's certainly been let down badly. Whoever was in charge of that was uh, needs the the backside's kicking. Uh, what well, there's nothing to forgive. There's nothing. To, there's nothing to forgive. Nothing that we know forgive? of.
0: It was nothing that we know of for sure. That's uh, exactly no, no, right. No,
1: that's it. It's I mean, it's like now. All I've heard for days now on the radio in the UK and the, the TV. He's talking about whether Boris Johnson's going to get 54 letters complaining, <laughs> playing, you know. Uh, saying that he should be a vote of no confidence. Mm. It's just hype. Nobody knows. So why, why spend weeks and weeks talking about it? And the oh. same with him. He's dodged the bullet. He's got away with it for 12 million quid. I, I hate to think who paid that. Who picked up the tab on I that? I think we've
0: got an idea.
1: Yeah. Uh, as do most families, Vince. You know, yes. You're, you're going to help your kid out. Of course you are. Um, but he has to be protected from himself. I don't think there's anything to protect it. I think he's been an idiot. Uh, everyone knows he's an idiot now. He's, he's lost complete face. So I think there's a fair bit of punishment there he's good?
0: Let's go to, um, the, there's a Spanish proverb, which uh, you will know, um, I can't remember the actual words, but it's the translation that will do which is basically show me who you walk with um, and I'll tell you who you are in other words you know look at the people who you yeah. keep as company and you'll have a good idea of who I am now what? you know he, he has been in the past this playboy image um, obviously yeah. you know the other thing that worries me I won't say worries now. I think that's a bit pompous me saying that so I apologise uh, I'm thinking of um, the Archbishop of Canterbury coming in with this idea that you know uh, forgiveness and all this sort of thing and yet um, the other brother uh, Charles who purports to be the king has done everything that the church is supposed to not yeah. particularly uh, allow and yet the yeah. Archbishop is there pontificating well maybe yeah. there's a, a, a poor use of the word because it's a pun yeah. really but uh, I mean this is the hypocrisy for me.
1: No it is oh, Yeah, absolutely, I'm glad you brought that up absolutely, Your people forget I mean he, he, he wrongly married a girl, he married a girl for, for image, sort of picks her out of a catalogue so I think that'll do, yeah. can't tell me there was any love there because all the time he was in love with Camilla, somebody else's wife who was obviously having an affair with somebody else's wife for quite some time yeah um and now and now it's and now he and she presumably will be queen which is really going to stick in the back of my throat and mine uh you know you get a job by merit not by if somebody you know sticks it on top of your head on your cap there you are you're a queen now uh it, it's wrong uh, it is wrong um i don't care what the Archbishop of canterbury says he, he's got no weight in my life he's just a I don't know. I tend to think some of these people just do not live in the real world. It's all right going around uh, trying to uh, wave a magic wand to uh, appease any sins that may have been committed and forgiveness, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Wonderful, yeah, wonderful. Right. So it's nice thing to have to be able to forgive people, but uh, too many people, uh, I think, uh, or too many religious folks tend to to use that. No, it's like the classic, the classic Irish family that. Go to, go to Mass every Sunday morning and then every Sunday lunchtime they're getting drunk and having a fight down the pub. Yeah. Uh, down, down the pub. So yeah, it's, it's an image, you know, that that I tend to get through that way. But yeah, what the hell? Um, it sells newspapers. Too. OK, um, also at the back of
0: everything, lurking as an undercurrent, although I feel that it's a lot more than an undercurrent, I think the union's... You can take that as far to the left as you feel comfortable with. Somehow I've been trying to make this the most unpleasant time for everybody Uh, and trying to make a farce of the uh, Queen's Jubilee, which I think is not going to become that. I think that it looks like it will be a big success, but uh, it just amazes me how these union chiefs have managed to uh, do their timing again completely at a time when the country could be celebrating something and I think should be celebrating something because, um, you know, put aside all these problems I have around the royal family, the lady herself as a queen, um, you know, I think she's been a a, a very wonderful example of how to serve the country, put aside the other side of it, because you, you can't. You can't do everything. You haven't got the time to do everything in life. And so, therefore, her decision was made to look after the country. And I think that she's done a very, very good job. But I think the unions are having a really good go at the moment. Um, so what do you think of my comments on that?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I heard today that uh, uh, the unions uh, are calling a strike for next Monday on the underground in, uh, in London. Yeah. Um, calling a strike now, then. Uh, calling a strike. That, that, they've lost a lot of their, their strength since since uh, Margaret Thatcher took them to task. But um, So they call a strike for next next Monday. That, that's just worth this one out. I mean, today's a, a national bank holiday in the UK, as is tomorrow. And then you've got the weekend. So when should we call a strike? I'll tell you what. Call it for Monday because we'll get all the backing for the lads. Because that means they'll have a five-day weekend instead of a four-day weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do that. Do that. Call it for Monday. Call it for Monday and we'll get all the backing of the lads. In other words, they're buying the backing. They're buying the backing. They're not getting the backing of the lads because they believe they should go on strike because they're hard done buying the underground, of course. I mean, 60 grand a year for, for I was going to say driving a train, but that's the sit then. And, on, and it, it goes on tracks, I believe, doesn't it? So, uh, 60 grand a year for, for driving in inverted as a train. And they're complaining about that. Uh, Let's go on strike on Monday. Let's extend our weekend. Yeah, we get the backing for that just shows how corrupt it is, Vince, to be honest with you. And I think whatever fact it is, somebody needs to uh, take the unions to task again and sort this out. But on the other hand, Vince, you've got the despicable acts that P&O Ferris did by sacking all the staff and employing uh, foreign staff that work on a fraction of the wages. Yeah. Now that, for me, is why unions should exist. Not yeah. to get an extra, extra, not to try and show a, uh, show a, uh, um, a lie of a show of force, calling a strike on the Monday when you know full well you're just extending the weekend for the lads. You know they don't, they don't really call strikes on Wednesdays, do they? No.
0: Okay, Terry, I'll move to our second one because um, you know I think we'll see more evidence to support exactly the way we feel. Okay, standby. Now, last week in the podcast, we were looking at uh, where they thought the monkeypox was prevalent in Spain. And uh, I'm reading today's Britain's monkeypox cases are linked to gay bars, saunas and dating apps. Health chiefs revealed as the UK cases near 200 the UK Health Security Agency today announced the contact tracing has linked cases with those places and uh, in the UK and abroad. The paper revealed that uh, Grinder, this is this platform, had started um, had alerted users of monkey packed. Monkeypox symptoms, and the dating app is the world's largest for men who have sex with men who have been disproportionately infected in the outbreak. Health chiefs confirmed at least 60% of cases had been spotted in this community. At least 57% of cases are among men who have sex with men, while only two of the infected people are women, and most Britons caught in the virus in the UK rather than abroad the agency findings also detail that nearly 90 percent of all cases in england were among london residents the agency said it is working with venue owners and event organizers in the capital as part of outreach activities and it comes as the agency confirmed another six infections today bringing the nation's total since the outbreak uh, they, that began on, on may the 6th 296 five of the infections were logged in england While one was spotted in Scotland, in total, there have been um, 617 confirmed cases of monkeypox across the globe with 129 more suspected since the first infection was found at the start of May. Behind the UK, Spain, 133, Portugal, 100, Germany, 38. Um, These are the highest um, uh, cases so far. OK, what do I ask as a question? I ask probably um, after I read in a newspaper yesterday um, that men, in fact, I think it just said everybody has got to use a condom uh, after they've had sex for the next 10 days. Now, my immediate thought upon reading that was how on earth will you police that one? I don't understand who thinks of these things. I certainly don't understand who writes these things. And I certainly don't understand how you can't immediately see that there is a link. And it comes from a certain part of the community, which we did revisit a certain problem that was in the 80s onwards. And it would appear that nobody particularly seemed to want to make, make that link then. So, am I being unfair to people are the papers calling it wrong? What's going on? Do you OK, Terry, it's over to you.
1: What do you think? Yeah, well, obviously, uh, the, the what's coming out here is you shouldn't be having sex with monkeys, I presume. Listen, Vince, uh, it, it's, it's hitting the homosexual world, presumably. Um, why? I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea, mate. Um, but wearing a condom is absolutely no use whatsoever in as much that uh, apparently from what i've read uh you you end up with 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 blisters and in the blister stage until the blisters dry up and the scabs fall off you are contagious it doesn't mean to say you've got blisters say you've got blisters on your penis or your testicles does it or on your backside? it means you've got blisters anywhere and those blisters can, can rub off on somebody's arm or their hand or on their foot Uh, and be passed on to somebody else. So it's not this. So it's absolutely pointless. Wearing a condom. That's got nothing to do with it. Um, the, the, what the saying is do not have sex. If you, if you've got this pox, or you believe you have, then you must not have sex. And you must keep away from other people, not just having sex, is it? You can't shake somebody's hand. You You certainly can't give them a kiss. So uh, it, it, it's wrong advice because it's pointless advice.
0: OK, Terry, re- remembering that um, we do all tend to skate a little bit round you know, certain subjects because we don't want to offend people. Um, I was reading today, and it's a horrible thing to actually even talk about, but I was reading today about uh, somebody who was in the newspaper. So, I mean, it's not as though I'm picking it up just from anywhere. And it was a man who was uh, filming himself having sex with his own dog. I mean, I don't know how, f- how far do we all have to go before people re- realise that people like Mary Whitehouse, um, yeah. you know, she was right in many things that she was saying. And wh- why doesn't the Archbishop of Canterbury say something about something like this? Rather than maybe concentrate. Well, you know, an
1: awful lot of priests and vicars upset. And then if that was the case, I I don't worry about.
0: I don't worry about them being upset because at the end of the day,
1: they they might be playing with their dogs as well. I'd imagine the amount of people having sex with dogs hasn't actually changed over the years since. What has changed is everyone's got a camera in their in their pocket now, so you get a chance to get out there and take pictures and shock people. That's what happens. It's Terry, just a plethora Terry, of media photographs. Isn't I, it?
0: I mean, th- I think we're past shock. I mean, this is is depravity. If anybody really needed to know what depravity really meant, th- this can't be much well, more depraved. Reality. Well, it is, isn't it?
1: Well, maybe the drug was in love with the owner. Yeah, but, I mean, you,
0: you can't <laughs> trivialise <laughs> this. They might
1: have had a meaningful relationship with me. Yeah, Ter- obviously, I agree with you entirely. It, uh, it is outrageous. But it's always going to happen. Somebody's always going to post... Uh, photographs or videos on, on social media now uh, they're just shock jocks they like the shock people
0: terry do, do, do you think there's any place anywhere for uh religion uh because you, you know i know that maybe you, you know you probably might think that i maybe come on a bit strong over certain things i, I think we've always had depravity i understand that but I don't think it has got one iota better. And it certainly seems to be going from bad to worse.
1: It's, somebody might think that a, a priest having sex with a young child is worse than a bloke having sex with his dog. So I think before we start criticising somebody having sex with his dog, which is laughable as far as I'm concerned. Well, that's <laughs> not a problem, it's somebody having sex with his dog. The problem is he's shoving it out on, on the media. That's the problem. Uh, but there's other things we should be more concerned about. That's for sure. But it's with the, the media. This is there's no media control. Vince, anything can get out there, and it will. Well, this I is think- the sad thing now, and our kids, or well, our kids, God, I've got my, my great grandchildren now. They're they're, they're they're walking around with with with, with smartphones and uh, and tablets, and any of this can be seen anywhere. There is very little control as far as I can see. This is where the world has got to take stock. Uh, and control uh, aggressive acts, sexual acts, depraved acts. It, it cannot be part... It, it becomes the norm, Vince. If a kid starts clicking buttons and all he sees is, is his video or picture after picture after picture of depravity in all its forms, then the kid's going to think that's the norm. And this is wrong.
0: Well, you wrong, could, uh, wrong, wrong. You could actually really go even further. I mean, um, when I go back, say, about 10 years um one of my sons one who was going to go on this uh, treasure island program or whatever it is got down to about the last six and the producers were busy asking him to sign a form saying he didn't mind to having sex on television now <laughs> you know these uh, th- this is soft pornography. It's probably got worse than yeah. soft pornography these days. And we see even in, in today's paper, Michael Owen is disappointed with his daughter because she's going to go on this Love Island programme, which yeah. looks it looks very, very classy. Um, but I mean, where does it all stop for you? Where is the line that never used to be needed to be drawn? We need one to be drawn somewhere.
1: It, the line comes, Vince, when, uh, when I was a kid, Playboy and, Mayf- Playboy and Mayfair magazine were on the top shelf at the newsagents. When, when that got, when obviously there's no need for that anymore because it's there on your phone or on your tablet or on your computer for anybody to find. That's where the line's been drawn or should have been drawn. That's where control should have come in. And we're not. I'm not just talking sex and porn. I'm talking about a torture, uh, shootings, live. Live killings uh, 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 on 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 Facebook, on on YouTube, etc. 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 It's there, it's it's there all the time, and it becomes the norm. This is what's wrong, and that's the danger. You and I all both know what's right and what's wrong. Uh, religion, but where does that come into it? Right, well, you believe in the football team, you think it's the best as you do. I believe in football. I'm an agnostic. You you you're a supporter of a certain religion, but but we both actually believe in the same thing. We are both believe in a supreme being. Uh, so so where where does religion come into this? I think religion's got to get its act together, and get together. Uh, why can't religions get together? Why in ancient Rome, in ancient Rome, uh, when you go outside the, the area outside the Colosseum, was it was it was a, was a Uh, 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 a big passageway a big field a big street full of about i don't know 15 20 temples more where people prayed to their their gods quite openly and quite mixed it didn't matter who you were praying for but they they were there so why can't that still happen why are we living in a world where your religion is better than my religion and i'm going to kill everybody who believes in your religion because i've got to wipe you out why do we, we live in a world like that that's
0: Okay, Terry, I want to quickly get you back to uh, specifics because uh, Mike Lowen is 42 now. Uh, Mm. Speaking to ITV News, I'm reading this. He said, I have no doubts that she will make us all proud. It's probably a father's worst nightmare, but whatever she wants to do, you've got to be supportive. He described her as a sensible girl, explaining, it's quite a big thing and whatever she wants to do, you have to be supported, and I think I've given her a decent enough grounding to be respectful. Um, So, we go to a comment below. There were many comments obviously, and this one is from Dublin, and it's uh, the easy road to take. Go on a Reality show, take your clothes off uh, all day and do stupid things, then model for all the fast fashion uh, tatty brands you have sold, uh, you're sold to the highest bidder for, then constantly moan about being trolled and objectified. This is what all the kids want to do now be influencers. It's, embarrass- it's
1: embarrassing. So- yeah, can't blame them. Business. Can't okay. blame them. Please. Please. Uh- when the <sighs> I consider that most women break the trade descriptions act. What do I mean by that? Because I, I think most women that you see out on the street have spent a good half hour at least putting the makeup on, teasing the hair and the rest of it, shoving a bra on that completely tells you a complete lie about the shape of their body, squeezing into a girdle maybe or whatever else. So that the person you see on the street is not the actual person. It's, it's a trade description act uh, abusal. Uh, but if, if I don't know what it is with the female world that everything, you know, why have women got to show a large cleavage and thinking that's uh, great and then shout at somebody because they're looking at the cleavage. What are you looking at? Mm. You know, I don't understand these things. So I don't care what level, whether uh, uh, this young lady, uh, uh, daughter of a famous footballer goes out onto Love Island. Good luck to her. Hope she'll get a good, she's got a good push already. Purely because of what we're talking about. She's in the papers already. Yeah. So she she'll be able to step off from that. How she behaves on the programme, that's entirely up to her. Uh, and I don't think I don't, I've never seen the programme, Vince. I wouldn't think it's a no. it's, I, I, it's a programme of debauchery, otherwise you wouldn't be on television. Would
0: um, I don't know, Terry. Look, I'm going to move uh, on. We've got lots to get through, so um, I'll leave it there with that one, and we'll okay. we, we'll wait till you've seen it, <laughs> and, and you <laughs> can tell me. I
1: won't be watching it. Okay.
0: You're listening to Europe Calling with Terry Whitehead and Vince Tracy. All the news from Spain and the UK. Things you might have missed. Okay, so we go to our next story. Nicola Sturgeon has been displaced by Labour's uh, Anas Sawar as Scotland's most popular politician. This is a new poll. The First Minister now has a net satisfaction rating below that of her Labour rival, according to this particular Ipsos survey. It was also found that support for Scottish independence is deadlocked with 50% in favour and 50% opposed. Uh, Ms Sturgeon was today forced to defend setting aside £20 million worth of taxpayers' cash during the cost-of-living crisis for another independence referendum. The poll revealed that less than a third, 32% of Scots, agree with the SNP leader's aim of holding a second second independence vote by the end of the year. And Ms. Sturgeon has been the dominant force in Scottish politics throughout her term in office since 2014 however this survey of a thousand adults in Scotland revealed mr Sawar now holds a net satisfaction rating above that of mrs or Ms Sturgeon sorry the first Minister remained the party leader with the highest satisfaction rating with 53 percent saying they are satisfied with her performance okay um let's not go through all that um trivia stuff let's see what you think uh is she right to be put in 20 million pounds of taxpayers cash aside for an
1: independence referendum what do you think absolutely not that's all she's she's there for she's not there for any other reason she doesn't exist for any other reason to be, than to become the queen of scotland that's all she's after that's all she's ever been after and she'll lie and cheat her way to get it until she does get it uh i'm getting the point now that if the scottish people are that stupid to believe that they can be independent, fiscally, financially, independent. Uh, Never mind everything else that independence brings, i.e. a border. What currency you are going to use? You're going to need a passport to get across it. Uh, Because they've already said they're going to apply for uh, um, EU membership straight away, which is a fallacy because uh, apparently, according to EU rules, they will never let anybody in. Who's uh, who's a breakaway part of another country? He's trying to break away, yeah, you know, breaking away from another country. That's why Catalonia has always had a problem. Uh, uh, anyway, but she is, yeah, she's one determined. Uh, I was going to use the word lady. I might as well. Um, She—that's all she's there for. She wants to be queen of Scotland, and she won't be happy until she gets it. Uh, there was all manner of things that, the, that her husband was getting up to, her and her husband were getting up to, that was buried under the carpet, which. Uh, I'm sad to see that uh, it wasn't brought forward and pursued, but uh, a, a fiscal arrangements are going on there. It, it's wrong. Uh, it's, and she probably will get away, Vince. She probably will get away. And then we're going to have a load of whinging Scots saying, oh, we should never have done this. We've, we have no... I mean, what basis, what financial basis can Scotland possibly be independent? And don't tell me about petrol, will you? Because that's where it all started. What? Was, was was drilling oil in the North Sea, and bringing it and bringing it in. Why should we give all this money, this oil to uh, to the, to the to to the UK, i.e. England, when it's our Scottish oil? Well, number one, it's not your Scottish oil. It doesn't lie in Scottish waters. It lies in international waters. But having said that, just tell me what future oil has got. I've, I've been instructed in eight years' time, I won't be able to drive my car. It, it'll be illegal for me to have a diesel vehicle just tell me where the oil is going to be sold to will you? So that's some basis, I mean it was a poor basis they had anyway, always was, but it certainly doesn't hold water now. So yeah. what else are they going to sell? They've got the poorest record on education, they've got the largest amount of, of drug abuse in, in the United Kingdom it just, it just ticks every wrong box what they're doing now just ticks every wrong box uh, and it, it's financial and cultural suicide Scotland have become independent from the UK. I think it's, it's totally, totally wrong. What has been wrong all these years is it's always been, everything's been London centric. That's what's been the biggest problem. And that's been split up now. Uh, there's various industries and government buildings and government powers being spread around the country, like they do in other countries, but it's been spread around the other country. I mean, why a house that I can buy in, a nice house that I can buy in Newcastle? The same house in london will be possibly 50 times the price yeah quite easily you know so yeah. why should that actually happen that is is disgusting the youngsters of london can't live in london yeah. they've got to move out uh, and the same happened here before the crash that we had in 2007 in spain the, in my village the price of property went so high that youngsters it was impossible for youngsters born and bred in the village could actually buy a property it was just way too expensive. They were having to move out to the sticks to find somewhere cheaper to, to live. Well, that's fell out of bed now because obviously, since the crash, pro- property prices collapsed. Yeah. Um, but it's it's I don't know. fiscally, uh, it can't happen. Uh, will it happen? I've got a feeling it might just happen. I, I really do. She's, she's seen Braveheart, she liked the film. She's got a blue and white flag and a bit of blood running down her face, and she'll run around, the, around the, the moors of Scotland screaming and howling and hooling, And uh, she can always be uh, a tribute act. What's a little to a, <laughs>
0: a little girl. The woman. Uh, the crankies.
1: The woman's comedian, the crankies. Listen,
0: therein lies a tale. I, I must tell you some time about that, but we don't have time now. So um, I'll move on to the next article. I remind our listeners that we're looking at things that are in the news, but don't tend to get the light of day as much so hopefully one or two of these might be of interest to uh, many people actually okay so we're looking at something in Spain now and uh, this was a rather I won't say strange one but the way it was written um, uh, may, maybe make it sound a bit staged. the breakage of the pirate railway ball bearings that could have caused trains to derail. This is an investigation from two warehouses in Zaragoza have been inspected and one person has been arrested. This is the uh, the Spanish National Police um, talking about a ton of pirate railway bearings uh, supplied by a company from Zaragoza to Ferrocarriles de la Generalitat Valencia, Through a public tender, Uh, these have been seized by the Spanish National Police in a joint operation with Customs surveillance of the tax agency and the European Anti-Fraud Office. The investigation was initiated following a complaint lodged by a company which warned that the the railway uh, company de la Generalitat Valenciana had purchased these 160 bearings, which were supposedly of their own make. But which had been supplied by another company participating in the public tender and which had won the tender for the same price as them. So obviously um, it's to do with two things really, that the tender was maybe not as it should be and this particular company, um, the document uh, has raised um, suspicions of uh, the faults Is it something that you'd heard about and is it anything that, um, you you know, has been in the press at any other time when you've been here?
1: Every day. Uh, Listen, I I mentioned a number of occasions uh, in in, I'm in the building game, I build things Uh, and because of China manufacturing uh, pure steel buying the best steel rebar, which is uh, uh, a steel reinforcer, obviously used in construction for when you're using banking cast concrete. They were buying the best reinforcing steel for all their massive amounts of construction in China. At the same time, making substandard uh, rebar steel, the same steel, and selling it to the rest of the world. Ditto with the cement. All of a sudden cement prices shot for the roof because China was buying all the cement and selling back substandard cements which means, to the, and this was happened in just about 20 years ago, I guess, as I, if I remember rightly, thereabouts. Um, the, from, from that up point on, every bit of steel that I use in my jobs, I have to prove the quality of the steel. Uh, every bit of concrete I use, I have to prove the quality of the concrete. These, these have to be sent to labs and I can be pounced upon at any time uh, for, for to give samples of materials, why? Because there's substandard stuff on the market. Not as much as it used to be, Vince. I must admit, not as much as it used to be. Uh, but uh, regarding tenders, in fact, funny mentioned should mention that. I was involved in a, in a, I was going to say an argument. It wasn't quite a discussion uh, with some town hall people of a town hall not far from me yesterday, regarding a, a tender that was given for work to be done by the town hall, which is incomplete. It's a, they've done about ten percent of it. They hadn't got they've tendered for the job and got it. They've tendered for four jobs and got them. They hadn't got the workforce to do the work. They hadn't got the equipment to do the work. How the hell can they give this company the tender for the job? It's now it's paralyzed the centre of this uh this this town. It's we're now on in the, with the beginning of June. Uh the 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 festive vac- vacational season is upon us. Where the town makes its money. And this company has dug up the roads and left them in a, in a shocking state. It's incomplete. And uh, they're scratching their heads, don't know what to do. So, my question is Vince, how much do they, uh, attention do they pay to actually accepting tenders or giving, uh, adjudicating the work to companies? Uh, at what point is there a balance between how much is possibly given as a backhander somewhere? Or are they just going for the cheapest price? And when you're talking about ball bearings, has anybody actually tested their ball bearings before giving them the tender? Because Mm. I can just imagine what country those ball bearings came from, Vince, quite Mm. easily, Mm. quite easily. But if the price is right and the right person has come in with the right tender, Vince, this is a very corrupt country we live in. You do know that. I, uh, so you can only just you can see the dots. Start drawing the lines.
0: I I, I do uh, obviously have my thoughts about these things, but because basically I haven't been involved as you have in construction and big projects, you know I try to listen uh, as much as I can to other people that have been here and know what they're talking about, which is why I, I like you to be on the po- podcast with me. Um, the the worry is, of course, that it seems to be that if you're not from Spain, if you're not a Spanish national, you've got less chance of being understood or being heard. Even, uh, am I right with my supposition there, or do you think that that is maybe not right as well?
1: Start with the town halls, Vince. Um, the town halls are a pyramid with the 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 mayor at the top and the the entourage and the administration underneath. Every few years we have an election and a a mayor may be uh, voted back in or a new mayor may be voted in Uh, that mayor will bring in certain number of councillors with him uh, proportional to the number of votes that he he acquired but after that the administration is still the same nothing changes now it's it's a well-known fact that all town halls I'm saying the word all Mm -hmm. all the ones that I know are run by certain families certain families in each area, control the town hall year in, year out, decade in, decade out. I was having a discussion just uh, earlier this week with somebody in a, another town hall up near to you. They were telling me what's been going on because the two families that run the town hall are always at war with each other. Right. And uh, and, and so uh, there's an awful of, well, there's an awful lot of corruption going on. And you extend that pyramid up to the government, if you wish, has been proven on numerous occasions. It's sad. I don't know how you're going to stop it. I really don't know how it's going to happen. OK. It's, 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 just, it's just something that has to be stopped. But how are you going to do it? I've no idea.
0: Maybe our next article I spotted might just help us. Uh, we'll see. Okay, a name is Moises Naim, and I must ask you first, have you heard of this name?
1: This man? Uh, no.
0: Mo- Moises, so I suppose that's Moses. Moises,
1: Moises, Moses, yeah, it's Moses in Spanish. Yeah. Moises. Naim. I don't know
0: him. Okay, let's see what he's got to say then. So this was written on the 17th of May. It's very up to date and the past decade has been rich in world changing events. Uh, Some were impossible to ignore, but others were more gradual and went almost unnoticed. Among the most important of these is the global crisis of democracy. On all continents, democracies are dwindling whilst... Undemocratic systems are on the rise, currently accounting for 70% of the world's population, that is affecting 5.4 billion people. And according to studies by the V-Dem Institute at the University of Gothenburg, a decade earlier, the percentage of people without democracy was 49%. Not since 1978 has there been such a low number of countries in the process of democratisation. There are two reasons why this democratic backsliding didn't cause alarm or provoke a significant reaction. The first is that there were just too many other urgent problems that made it difficult for champions of democracy to successfully compete for the attention of readers, the media and public opinion. The pandemic and the global financial crisis are just two examples of a long list of events that left no room for less immediate concerns. The second reason is that most attacks on democracy were deliberate, opaque and difficult to perceive, which, as a consequence, made it much more difficult for people to fight back. I'm going on about halfway through now. Let's consider the primary cause of this global neglect of democracy, a phenomenon that Larry Diamond, a respected professor at Stanford University, calls the democratic recession. How could you mobilise the population to defend democracy while the pandemic was causing millions of deaths around the world? According to the World Health Organisation, between 2020 and 2021 alone, 15 million people died from COVID-19 and its variants. In the past decade, the effects of global warming has also intensified. Wildfires, extreme heat, floods, hurricanes, typhoons and melting ice caps became more frequent, deadly and costly, There were also financial problems between 2007 and 2009. A deep financial crisis was unleashed in the United States, causing serious damage to that economy, then infected other uh, countries and left enduring political repercussions. Perhaps the most important of these is growing economic inequality. This problem has worsened in the past decade and continues to be of a major source of political conflict and social instability. One of the countries where it has been most acute is China, which has emerged as one of the most lopsided societies in the world. But the world's attention has not been focused on China's inequality, but rather on its rapid economic growth. I'm just scrolling down one second and the last bit. Um... Okay, Um, while all this, and much more, distracted our attention, a group of authoritarian leaders took over a large number of the world's democracies. The evidence of the deterioration of democracy in in the world is surprising and worrying, but even more surprising is the shocking lack of response in the face of these attacks by anti-democratic forces. This is because many of the assaults on democracy are happening in such a stealthy way that they are practically invisible. And, of course, a problem that is never detected will never be solved. The world's democracies are facing a dangerous problem, but a problem we're not fully awakened to. We need to acknowledge it, publicise it and confront it. I think I see shades of where I'm coming from with most of what he's written there. He's a Venezuelan. And I look at another couple of articles that he'd written. And he, he apparently is a very, very well-respected um, writer. What did you think of what I described to you there?
1: Uh, I, I did read something earlier in the week uh, on those lines. Uh, well, basically, how many, how many kids vote? When I say kids. How many young people uh, go out and vote in a a general election? Well, let's start with the first one. How many people, full stop, go out and vote in a general election? I think you're looking at about 60% as as an average turnout, which means 40% don't actually give a monkey's.
0: Well, which we can't, by the way, when we're living in another country. We can't. We can do it at the local level.
1: No, I can't. No, exactly. Yeah, if you've been here more than 50... If you've been out of the country more than fifteen years, you can't vote. Yeah. Uh, in the UK, and I agree with that. Why should I? Why should I vote in the UK? I, I quite agree. But you should be able to vote uh,
0: here if you've lived for 15 years,
1: maybe. Uh, that's Yeah, that's the wrong deal. All we can do is vote in local elections. You know, we can't vote in the Nationals. Fair enough. I respect that. That's, it's a small price to pay. Yeah. Uh, based Basically, that comment based loosely on the fact that it's irrespective in Spain, whoever you vote for, nothing actually changes. Irrespective, oh yeah, my team won, your team won, and the rest of it. Nothing changes, Vince. So for that reason, I probably wouldn't vote either. So for that reason, I'm actually defending uh, the fact that democracy is is missing out. The, and what I was getting at is that the younger folk. It'd be interesting to see the next uh, general elections. What percentage of uh, say 18? We'll talk about give it to 16-year-olds now, aren't they? Whatever. So if you to say 16 or 18 to uh, 25-year-olds, what percentage are actually going out to vote? Because that will tell you how much democracy they believe in. Uh, basically, in this world, Vince, people don't give a monkey's. They don't care. as Long as the telly works and I can get a pint down the pub, we don't care. Now, this pandemic brought an awful lot of shock to an awful lot of people. All of a sudden, we're here in Spain, we couldn't even leave the house. I couldn't go for a walk unless between certain hours of the day. We couldn't go to a supermarket of our choice. We were forced to go to the nearest supermarket. Uh, and then only for necessities. Uh, I was lucky my business was allowed to work in the construction industry, but with the amount of paperwork, which would have put a, 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 a Nazi patrol to shame what, I, what we had to show and prove when stopped by the police or the army. And believe me, the army were out on the streets. So all of a sudden we were under a, a control, uh, a non-democratic life. COVID gave us a taste of non-democracy. Um, and basically, the world just didn't bat an eyelid. It, it, just—it was just accepted. So that is my worry: is that a when you, uh, the democracy that so many millions of uh, of soldiers uh, fought to defend uh, and maintain over two world wars uh, and uh, and other wars after that uh, is basically not respected by the people they were fighting for. And when you look at the, the, the shenanigans going in, in the UK when all you've got is like is like two bickering housewives fighting over over the garden wall instead of getting on with the country. The the the, the, the 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 party of opposition are literally taking it literally that they are opposed to everything. They're there they're there to join the team and get the country working. Not to just throw stones about party date for the last how long? Right? Nine months? Uh, and like I said, we opened up about the fact that whether the the, the prime minister is going to get uh, a vote of, 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 of no confidence put, forced upon him or not, it's it. The big world is out there. Ukraine, it, Ukrainians are being slaughtered on a daily basis. There, there are people being shot to bits at every day in the United States. There, the biggest, the, 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 the biggest face of democracy, is in is in is in total war. The, the, the republicans and the democrats are chalk and cheese. Yeah. They are the pro rifle brigade and the anti rifle brigade. It's 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 unbelievable that democracy has come to this far. So where am I going with this Vince? We don't deserve democracy, Vince. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve it because we don't work for it. It's like a marriage. If you don't work for work in your marriage, you don't deserve the marriage. So I can't it's, it's, disagree.
0: I can't disagree with a lot of that. Um having been to America like yourself having sat yeah. with with people who are republicans and they do take this stance regarding the firearms that uh, obviously is a huge worry um let me just go to another writer in the same, uh, no, the, the the last writer was in El Pay, so that's a Spanish writer. This one was uh, somebody that you will know and will have heard of, P. Lee, who is somebody that had a hit record, but he actually, if you listen and read his stuff, there's a lot more to him than actually meets the eye. So uh, I, I thought I'd Look at what readers write in. and if you, you know what I mean? We're looking at all sorts of things now. We're looking at what other people think of what's being written as well as uh, all that's going on. So this is a reader called Barry, Funny enough, Reading, or Reading, and he's in uh, Spain, and he wrote, uh, Hello, I often read your column in the uh, Euro Weekly News, and clearly we have similar thoughts. May I offer a few of mine? It's clear that most of today's problems stem from two basic facts, the over-demand on supply and or lack of discipline. The latter should be no great surprise as we've gone through the last 30 to 40 years with children being unruly due to the parent being unable or unwilling to make the effort to instill discipline, even to chastise or withdraw privileges is considered to be mental cruelty. So, without a firm upbringing, the other problem facing the world is overpopulation. One has only to look at the figures of population expansion since the 1700s to see that clearly the current increase is not sustainable and governments in the UK are giving endless child allowances to families to have more children they would otherwise not afford example a mother in the uk recently gave birth to her 23rd child just do the maths and, and see the cost on resources as they become adults i think what is required is a guide of stop at 2 to replace you, Uh, not going to be popular with most religions or some uh, cults, me thinks. However, that was what this Barry Redding seemed to think. I wonder whether or not that resonates anything with
1: you, Terry. Well, I I really, well, let's just be honest. I've just, I'm glad, how many times I've said, my mum used to say this phrase, I'm glad I'm the age I am. And now I know why she said it. Because I'm glad on the age I am, but I really am worried for me, your children, your grandchildren, your great grandchildren. I'm worried what world they're going to come into. Uh, but I have no doubt that uh, uh, my age, that my, my parents and their parents had exactly the same thoughts and feelings that the world that they were brought up in has changed that much uh, and not for the better. Um, uh, the, the, when you consider in the Queen's reign how the world has has come forward in 70 years of her reign, so it's in living memory uh, uh, how uh, the start of her reign it was it was a class society, poverty was everywhere, maybe half the houses actually had a t- an indoor toilet, uh, television was uh, was was a dream, uh, radio was was there if you to be used if you could get it. You can forget foreign holidays. They were for the rich and famous. It was a very much a class society, uh, the haves and the have-nots, and how it's changed over the years. And, and the, the youngsters, the youngsters, I can make, the youngest people, well, anybody younger than me today, or you and I, do not seem to respect uh, the quality of life uh, that we have now. As I sit in here with my, I don't know how many computers you've got in our so house, I've no idea. Uh, um, a television, colour television. We've got a couple of cars. I've got a nice house. I sit in, I uh, live in. I live in a nice, warm country. I am living. I am living the the Playboy, film style lifestyle that my mother could only dream about back in the fifties when I was born. She. This was. I'm living the lifestyle that she could never ever have thought anybody could live in. Yet, in her latter years, she was living the same lifestyle. She made it. She did it. She worked hard and she got it. But I feel that uh, nowadays people believe it's, 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 a, it's, it's a right. It's a fact that, that you have to be given this in, in your benefits and this and that. And you have to be given a house. You have to be given food. You have to be given uh, 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 education. You have to be given it's, – it's, and you demand it. People are demanding Instead of going out and doing something for it, it's it's a demand. Uh, It's become a complete nanny state in the UK uh, because the people are just demanding everything. And you can't have everything. But when you have an opposition party that say, yes, you can, you can have this. If we were in power, we would do this, which is a load of what's it. But where's it going to go? I've no idea, Vince. I've no idea at all. Uh, I hope I live long enough to see something happen. And hopefully it's the right thing. Well, Terry, Otherwise it'll end up in a, in a national civil war or something.
0: Terry, you know my thinking. I believe that behind the stupidity of what we see in the UK, with certainly the opposition in mind, I believe they have people who are giving them as much support by disrupting the uh, the unions mm. and disrupting the minds of all the people who really don't seem to be able to think for themselves. And I think, quite honestly, um, I've got enough evidence for me now. I don't speak
1: Chinese, well, but there was, there I, a, I wish thing, I did. Yeah, on that one, quick But There was a thing, was it, Nawa, what's his name? I can his name, but, um, government minister, Nawab Mahali Sohari, what his name is. Yeah. Went to, went to university uh, to make a speech. He was shouted down uh, completely. He couldn't make his speech. There were the, the students, a bunch of students came in and shouted him down and shouted him down and shouted him down, all on the basis of the fact that they believe he didn't believe in, in, in gender fluidity, etc., etc. et cetera. Et cetera. Now, these, these people, these students, of course, uh, are fighting for the right to the freedom of speech, but they don't allow everybody else the freedom of speech, Vince. Terry, That's the problem.
0: Talking about the freedom of speech, we have reached our hour. Whoa. And much as I am very, very happy that you continue, our hour is finished, and um, sadly, um, once again, we've tried to put the world to rights. I think there are lots of things that maybe uh, on our podcast we get people thinking about. Um, yeah, 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 I and so. Terry, I always appreciate the hour we spend together. Thank you very much for your company. Catch you next
1: week. Well, cheers, Vince. Thank you, Terry. Bye,